Hello, welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD Blu-ray streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's December 29th, 2017. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi. So how did last week's box office look? Star Wars The Last Jedi was in first place, uh, with a weekend gross of $71.5 million dollars. That's its second weekend and a total gross of $368 million. Not bad. Yep. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, took the number two spot with $36 million. This was its first weekend out. That had a budget of $90 million. I'm sure it'll make that and more. Pitch Perfect 3D came in third place with $20 million, and that's its first weekend. Has a budget of $45 million. So, that I don't seems- know. That seems okay. Yeah. I'm actually surprised it did that well. I, I don't know. I, I've never watched any of I'm these I'm telling movies. you, people really like those people movies. People must really like But it's third movie, yeah. They must really like them. All right, and number four, The Greatest Showman, $8.8 million for a total of $13.4 million with a budget of 84 Oof. That does not sound good. And that's its first no. weekend. Oh, yeah. And in fifth place, Ferdinand with 7.3 million with a total of 26 almost 27 million dollars in its second weekend and has a budget of 111 million so that doesn't seem too good either that's not great what's opening this weekend there's only one movie opening in wide release that's all the money in the world after a young john paul getty iii is kidnapped by an organized crime regime his devoted mother gail desperately attempts to convince his wealthy grandfather oil tycoon j paul getty to pay the ransom when he refuses gail allies herself with getty's business manager and former cia operative fletcher chase to set her son free or convince getty to change his mind before it's too late it stars michelle williams Christopher Plummer, Mark Wahlberg, Romaine Duras, Andrew Buchan, and Timothy Hutton. It's directed by Ridley Scott and written by David Scarpa, based on John Pearson's 1995 book, Painfully Rich, The Outrageous Fortunes and Misfortunes of the Heirs of J. Paul Getty. So, I guess the most notable thing about this movie is the fact that Kevin Spacey was replaced as the older... Uh, yeah, Getty. But I don't think it was a huge role. I mean, they they did those reshoots really fast. I don't know. It's getting good, pretty pretty good reviews. It's at seventy seven percent fresh on Tomato Meter, with a hundred and eight reviews counted. Um, I don't know. It looked good in the trailers. I kind of wanted to see it. And out in limited release, Molly's Game, the true story of Molly Bloom, an Olympic class skier who ran the world's most exclusive high-stakes poker game and became an FBI target. It stars Jessica Chastain as Molly Bloom, Idris Elba, Kevin Costner, Michael Sarah, Jeremy Strong, and Chris O'Dowd. Aaron Sorkin's directorial debut. Yeah, that's crazy. He's been writing movies for so long, but this is the first one he's actually directed. Right. Oh, it's it's got a lot of reviews, and it's at 80%. 134 reviews, 107 fresh. 27 Rotten, so nice. I'd definitely be interested in seeing this. I yeah. was a fan of The West Wing. 
Uh, I'm a fan of Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it has just looked like a cool story. Also out in limited release, Phantom Thread, Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool, and In the Fade. The only one that caught my eye was Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool. That's with Annette Benning, and uh, it looked, uh, looked like an interesting story. Phantom Thread is supposed to be really good, though, Oh, right? is that, um, that's with Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. I hate to say it, but I think those movies are a little too weird for me. Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. is directing it. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, right. I don't know. I'm sure people will like it. It's currently at 90%. Yep. But only 70 They always 70%. get great reviews, and it's just not my taste. All right. Yep. There's not a lot of news this week. Yeah, really a lot of... Uh, Year-end reviews. Yep, top ten lists and stuff, but office. not a lot of news. There was some bad news about the box office and some good news. The bad news was that uh, Variety reported that the summer box office was the worst it, the movie industry has seen in more than a decade. That's without adjusting for inflation or taking into account the rising cost of ticket sales. The summer season finished with $3.8 billion in domestic ticket sales, according to data provided by Comscore. It's a 14.6% drop from last summer, one of the steepest declines in recent history. That's weird because every time I try to go to the movies, it seems like they're almost completely sold out. I have That's to true. take first row seats. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe everybody's doing what I'm doing and is picking the the nicer theaters with the reclining seats, and it's the it's the regular old theaters that are being left empty. I, I don't know. I, it's just it's so weird to me because it's always sold out. Like today, I wanted to go to the movies and it was completely sold out. Every, every movie I wanted to see in like three different theaters. Yeah, that's true. I guess maybe those old theaters have to upgrade themselves. Yeah. That obviously is helping those theaters. Uh, yeah, they all need to upgrade and uh, be able to choose your seats and have all those amenities. Because otherwise, why not just stay home and watch it in your living room if it's not going to be a good experience? Right. So what's the good news? So Box Office Mojo is estimating that The Last Jedi will become 2017's highest grossing release over the New Year's time frame. So... That's good, good news for, for Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. But I, I guess it didn't have great competition no. <laughs> this year. Did we talk about that petition that somebody made to have episode 8 stricken from the canon and have Disney redo the whole thing? No. Did you see that? No. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, How I just heard today... How many signatures did it get? I think it got... A few thousand, maybe. Oh, a few thousand? That's not a lot. But then uh, I think the guy who started even said, oh, don't, don't, don't waste your time signing petitions like this. Like, go sign a petition that actually means something. But I just overheard a conversation today where someone was confused about where Rogue One fit in to the whole thing. Like, I mean... I, I can't imagine Disney ever doing anything like that, but even if they did, I mean, what somebody's going to be like, oh, this is this is the one that we have to ignore now. It's no longer canon. <laughs> They're just redoing the eighth one. No, of course yeah. they wouldn't do that. Of course but not. I mean, it's doing so well. It's Yeah, 
It's, even if it didn't, even they if would, it bombed, I don't think they would do no, that. No, of course not. But it's actually not. doing pretty well, yeah. and I think the majority of people actually like it. There's just a very yeah. vocal. I don't, know, I don't know how people minority. can be so stupid to think Disney would do that. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't perfect, and it definitely changed some things, but. Uh, what, what, what are people expecting? That everything's going to be exactly the same in these new people movies? People complained about how, how The Force Awakens was so much a carbon copy of <laughs> right. A New Hope. It's and the, now they're complaining the that this opposite. one is too different. Yeah. And now it's time for a sponsor break. Hey, do you think that anybody beats The Wiz? Yes. No, nobody beats The Wiz. Nobody beats the whiz. We're better than everybody else at selling videotapes and electronics. So there's not much new to streaming services either this week. Uh, Netflix got a couple of originals. Todd Berry, Spicy Honey, that's a stand-up. Uh, Bill Nye Saves the World, Season 2, Part 1, and The Climb. And uh, they also got Planet Earth 2, the documentary. Amazon Prime got Cosmopolis. And Banksy does New York. Stars got Planet 51 and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Also out on DVD and Blu-ray, The Mountain Between Us, Flatliners, I assume that's the new one. Yeah, that's the new one. The Recall, and Brawl and Cell Block 99. I think the critics said skip it for Flatliners. <laughs> Mountain Between Us, okay. I think Brawl and Cell Block 99 got decent reviews. Okay, so a few titles that you might want to watch really quick because they're leaving Netflix on January 1st. E.T., Dressed to Kill, Lost, Season 1 through 6. Mm. That's all of them, right? Yep. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Requiem for a Dream, Forrest Gump, Grease, Gremlins, Mean Girls, and The Addams Family. So since New Year's is coming up, we uh, decided to go through and put together a list of movies that you can stream uh, for free, assuming you have these services. There's Bridget Jones's Diary on Netflix, Trading Places on Netflix, which I guess has a scene uh, set on New Year's Eve, Boogie Nights, which also has a scene uh, set on New Year's Eve party, Sunset Boulevard on Netflix, About a Boy on HBO, Sleepless in Seattle on Stars. And Netflix also has this cute thing. Um, they have a whole bunch of different countdowns that you can play for kids at any time so that you can get them off to bed earlier. So they have different themed ones from some of their shows like Skylanders Academy, Troll Hunters, All Hail King Julian, and Puffin Rock. That's only to name a few. I think they have at least twice as many as that. Yeah. So you might want to check those out if you have little kids and you don't really want them to stay up all the way till midnight all right so last week we ran a poll on twitter asking what's the better christmas movie die hard home alone a christmas story it's a wonderful life and coming in first place home alone the one yeah, i chose your favorite in second place with 21 percent is a christmas story your yeah, favorite far behind and then 20 percent is it's a wonderful life and 13% said Die Hard. So those, those results are actually kind of surprising. Um, Why? Which one did you think? I don't know. Better? All of them I thought. I, I thought it would have been closer. At, yeah, at one point it was, all, it was all tied up. But um, 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that Home Alone ran away with it. And that's 52 votes, I mean, so that's uh, it's not a bad yeah. sample. It's more um, than we've gotten on some of the last couple of ones. So what's this week's poll? So for this week's poll, we ask, what other movie would you most like to see current day Christopher Plummer digitally re- replace Kevin Spacey in? American Beauty, The Usual Suspects, Baby Driver, or Seven? Some of these are significantly old, like, but you're saying current day Christopher Plummer. Right, current day Christopher Plummer, but in the original version. So his like romantic almost sex scene in American Beauty would be even grosser. Right. Um yep. than it already was in the original. Okay. So um I don't I, haven't I don't seen Baby Driver, so I don't know what to say about that. That's the one with uh Alec Baldwin as a baby driving <laughs> around. I don't think that's correct. Boss baby? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Boss baby driver. <laughs> right. The spin off. Uh, Crossover. So, which one would you choose? Uh, I I think I think Christopher Plummer would be great in The Usual Suspects. I would say American Beauty. <sighs> Can't make it any worse. <laughs> okay. So vote on our Twitter account, Daily Show Pod, and we'll talk about the results next week. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. We read them all. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Beep.